Broads, this episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorite brands, Girlfriend Collective. Uh, There's a good chance you've seen Girlfriend Collective because it's everywhere right now and for a dang good reason. When I put on my little active sets from Girlfriend Collective, I feel hot. I will be honest. Girlfriend Collective makes the cutest line of clothing that, yes, can be worn for working out but doesn't have to be. I wear mine for running errands, lounging, even dressing up. Girlfriend Collective is my go-to outfit for everything. And the coolest part, all of their pieces are made from recycled materials and come in 100% recyclable packaging. We love Girlfriend Collective and we know you will too. For listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is wearing is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more. That's a really good code Mm -hmm. or a really good offer. When you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty, that's $25 off $100 or more. When you go to girlfriend.com slash chatty, girlfriend.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Howdy there, broads. Howdy. Howdy, broads. Um, oh my goodness, Becca, we just watched the show with each other for the first time in a hot minute yeah, and are doing a, a nighttime recap. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Too. It's been a while. And honestly, I've I have been enjoying doing it the next day because I do feel like I process the show a it's little bit. It's a lot better. to watch and then just like and go straight into it. Sometimes my brain is a little all over the place. I'm stuck on a mm. couple specific things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all my brain is like just like pulsating with right now is like the hunter confrontation yes. and that whole thing. Yes. yes. Sometimes a night's sleep can be a little sifter. You know? Yeah. Like a- yeah. You're kind of like, oh yeah, I remember all these things that I'd taken notes on before. I'm not just thinking about Hunter and the men. I'm also just thinking about the promo for the new season because, I mean, the rest of the season, let's just, can we just, because that's fresh on my mind. Can we just talk about that? First of all, the demon. <laughs> but, but Blake and Katie are making out in front of that's on fire. If someone can let us know specifically what this is, that would be great. It is a demon and the fingers are like doing finger guns. I don't know yeah, if you've noticed. like a weird red bow tie. It, also, the fingernails are painted. It feels to me like maybe um, an ominous thing for production to be doing on a date with them, but I'm not quite sure. I guess we'll see. Feels symbolic of this of the rest of the season, according to the promo, though. What's happening, Becca? I need. I need. I need to already know. I think it's been, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm just caught up in the moment because you know how I can get that way. But I don't think I've seen a promo ever that. I've been so now anxious to see the rest. I agree. And that's what I do have to say about this season. And and you know what? In the beginning, you were like, this is maybe one of my favorites in a while. I was like, you know, I'll reserve the judgment until a little mm-hmm. bit into it. This is episode five. This is episode oh, my five. my God. Yeah. Um, it's been holding my attention. And I have never been so anxious, like you said, dying to know what happens in the season in general. Yes. And I think that's a very good sign. But like you said, I, I can't remember the last time I watched the promo and I was like, I need to know the answers. to. I need to see these whose face that is. I need to see what she's crying about there. I need to know. Yes. I'm like for for me, for instance, um, during Tasha's season, like obviously I think, t- yeah, Tasha's season might have been my favorite season ever. And towards the end of Tasha's season, I think I was the most anxious about who she was going to choose. Sure. Because we so desperately needed it to be Zach. Yeah. And it was Ben versus Zach. It was like, I need it to be Zach so badly. So I was like, so just, I was thinking about it like during my dreams. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's been a long time since I've seen a promo 
only five episodes into the season and been like, and I think what it is is because obviously The Bachelor does exaggerate certain things like, you know, make things seem bigger. But I feel like so far this season, the promos haven't been super misleading. I feel like in general, typically, like the show, the promos are always super misleading. It's like it looks like this is going to happen and then it's completely not that. And you're like, well, fuck, that's annoying. Yeah. This one, I feel like the promos have even showed just really half of the drama that's been going on. So I'm like, if this is the promo we're getting for the rest of the season, and that promo was so extreme. That was very extreme. I mean, the amount of crying and drama, and also, hey, who comes back, or who shows up? Yeah. Someone shows Any good guesses? She said, I didn't... I I have this feeling, and I could be completely off, but I feel like it's not... (gasps) I was going to say, I feel like it's not someone. Okay. Hear me out. This is my theory. I just just came up with this. Okay. Okay, Okay. Jess and I have been saying for a while that we think that Greg is going to. Actually, it was Jess's idea. I have to give her credit where credit is due if this is the prophecy. We we feel like Greg is going to ditch. Yeah. And I think it's going to be when he's towards the very, very top. Yeah. And it's going to be like, I can't do this. And it's going to leave. The promo did look like it. The promo did allude to it. Now, it was cutting in between making it look like. Blake isn't ready to say I love you and Greg is ditching. I don't know if that promo is misleading on the Blake end, but I don't think it was misleading on the Greg end. I believe Greg will will ditch. I don't see Blake leaving or choking up. I mean, he he committed enough to come on the season, right? That, that's my thing. It's like, and I listened to pieces of an interview with him with clickbait and it was the conversation was pretty active about like, hey, I'm very aware of this show and like what it can make you look like and how nerve wracking it is and especially how people are painted when they show up later in the season. He talks about how he did not want to show up later in the season, but that's what was, you know, he had to do uh, via production, I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he made it, it was like, it was so like, I was very, very aware of, that this could really, really suck. And it was more likely to be a shitty situation than a positive one. So I don't think he'd put himself in that position to pull out. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. So my theory, though, is what if it's someone, the person showing up on her door is someone who's left? It's it's Chris Harrison. You know, (laughs) of course, that's that's immediately. I'm like, Chris is just like, I couldn't stay away. She's like, I didn't expect to see you here. So what if it's a guy who got sent home? He seemed big, like broad-chested. He seemed like a big guy. He did seem but like a big guy. what if it's someone who got sent home who is now revealing some truth about someone who's still on? That would be an interesting twist because you'd be expecting someone to be, to be declaring their love and yet this person would be revealing Wasn't there a clip tea? of like, I don't want, like, I don't want you to get hurt like someone, Katie? Like yes. it seemed like it wasn't Aaron again, was it? I don't think so, even though Aaron could show back <laughs> up and do that, which I would live for. He's the, he's the truth shark. <laughs> he, is, he is like the IRL season truth shark. Like, that's what Aaron does. But I don't know. I, I definitely... Now, in an episode that Katie did with Nick, I didn't listen to the whole episode, but I did hear the clip where she reveals that she did have her heart actively broken yeah. on this season. And Nick clarified, like that kind of heartbreak where you wake up in the morning and you just feel hopeless and devastated. 
like don't rub it in this is probably fresh i'm actually glad he asked that though yeah because he was like we're talking about like the grief stricken crippling yes. heartbreak and it's, she was like yes yeah it's not like oh you're bummed out because you had yeah, to send guys home it was heartbreaking yeah no she no it was, was like, like you're, de- you're devastated she's like yeah i was devastated basically so my assumption again because i do believe that greg will will dip and i feel that but then all of a sudden when the, a guy shows up you know i don't think this is going to be the case but then my mind started going perhaps is some guy showing up who then was maybe from her past maybe it's someone we don't even know we're having an ex show yeah. up that seems almost too predictable though i know but she seemed thrown off. What if it was a what if it was like a cast member like Nick, like coming to again tell the truth about someone or something like that? Interesting. If a past cast member maybe knew like the what person. If, no. What if this was more, more my thinking? What if production uses them as a tool to pass on some kind of truth about this person and the bachelor alum person showing at the door has this fake story about how like someone DM'd me about this and I like I really thought you should know about this guy. Not a bad idea. Uh-huh. You'd think that they would have Caitlin or Tasha just do that. But True. It's more dramatic if someone. It's shows more dramatic, up. yeah, because I had to fly the all the way here to New Mexico yeah. <laughs> to tell you. I mean, you never know. You never know. By the way, no spoilers, please. Jess and I are not. If this is what happens, and we're laying it all out there, please don't tell us. I'm begging for no spoilers because I did receive one spoiler <gasps> from Bachelor in Paradise, and I know. That there's thankfully there's a lot happening in Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, so it's like it's one it, little. It was piece, a big spoiler, but it was a big though. spoiler when I got sent for Bachelor in Paradise, and so I'm really really bummed that I have a, got a spoiler. So please send no spoilers, please. So rude. I feel like a lot of the Bachelor accounts are doing such a great job now, though, because they'll put like Just spoiler put like, alert, warning. yeah, like, like spoiler warning, fifteen fights. times beforehand. So it's like even when I'm scooching through, oh, like yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh god, and you're able to like swipe and be like, oh, I'm not clicking on that BS. And so even when people <laughs> have tried to send spoilers in the past like two weeks, you get a spoiler slide. The spoiler slide pops up, and I'm nice. just like, ding ding, nice, no worries. Um, but this, se- but the rest of the season looks wild. Um, also the part that made Becca and I cry immediately it was literally it was instant tears just had the biggest goosebumps (laughs) i've ever seen in my life and i immediately my eyes were filling with tears when michael was taking the facetime call with his son he says maybe daddy doesn't want to see me dude not okay they didn't have to do that to us (laughs) oh my god you're you're fully (laughs) crying again they did not have to do that they did not have to do that honestly like as a parent there is nothing that's going to hit someone more in the gut watching (laughs) every single parent watching this this episode is sobbing you're like oh my god and every part of my body hurt for that for that little for that little boy my body hurt for michael because it's like (sighs) with all the trauma michael's going through he has gone through and is going through he's has a moment to himself and then is feeling the, this guilt and his poor, I mean I, I I was just like dude so I'm assuming Michael's gonna send himself home thank god I didn't want to see Katie do it I know I would much rather Michael send 
himself yeah. home than have to deal with the pain of her breaking his heart. In which case, if he doesn't go home fifth, what if he's the one showing back up? The guy looked bigger though. He did look. The guy was had like a big. It also looked like it could be Blake's chest, and yes, maybe he's just showing up at her room and they're playing oh the God. clip of. That's probably what it is. She's <laughs> probably. <laughs> we got so caught up in this bullshit. That's probably exactly what it's it is. Probably they're her going. Oh, us. I didn't mean. To, I didn't expect to see you here. Yes. Here, and he's, it's literally her just flirting with him because he's showing up at her room. Yep. Yep, yep. That's probably one thousand percent what it is, and we are all sorts of caught up because that looked so dramatic. I mean, the whole the whole thing looked dramatic, so dramatic in general. But like, I was so ca- yeah. Now that is probably a bait and switch. That's probably a bait and switch. They probably they got us on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> they had us in the first half. Yeah. Not gonna lie, but, but the remainder of it looked wild. Um, her oh, anyway, seemingly so- yelling at Greg as he's running away, pulling a Colton. But running from the lead? God. Well, it looked like initially he was running from production. What if he's assuming if he jumps a fence, he'll become the next Bachelor? I just... Nope. Not my Bachelor. If he doesn't do something to break Katie's heart, I mean, it's like, of course he's going to become the next Bachelor. He's like, by far... I mean, him or Michael... I think Justin will be the next Bachelor. I hope and pray that Justin will be the next Bachelor. Justin I feels, really do. As much as he's the beautiful babe guy, Justin feels unproblematic in a way. Just like he's... He's just... And especially tonight, we got to see him a little more. I love that he busted out those, like, the questions for her. As soon as <laughs> as soon as the the, the, uh, the scene popped up, I look at Becca and go, oh, God, no, not mm-hmm. a prop, not a prop. And then he pulled out those questions. Fun. And I was like, I would love that. It's such a great way to start a conversation. You've got the expressions. They, you know, they've been trying to go a little bit more for the fun leads, the, the ones you don't expect, the Katie's, the Hannah Brown. And I think Justin might be the next male choice where it's kind of like he's kind of more of the wild card, maybe a little wilder is going to make for entertainment. True. And if your predictions are correct and he goes far and he gets to like top, did you say top three? I said third. Okay. I said he's third. Uh, If that's the case, then we're obviously going to get to know him a lot better. Hmm. I would love that. Sure. But as of right now, the favorites by a mile are Greg and Michael. I don't and Blake, <laughs> Avi. That's Avi, our favorite. <laughs> um, but but Michael, I just with having the kiddo oh, fan favorites. Sorry, fan sorry, favorites. Sorry. Yeah, oh no, Greg and Michael are not our fan favorites. Love no, Michael. No, no, I, was, I thought you were talking about Katie's favorites. Ooh, got oh, confused oh, 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 for a second. Okay, sorry. Off. Track. No, no, no. Uh, I should have clarified. Fan, fan favorite yeah. is Greg and Michael. Yeah, um, definitely. And I don't know. Maybe like Michael would do it, but I don't know if. He'd have to have an Emily situation. Yeah, and if they arranged that for him and he was able to like have his son with him, that would be amazing. But that's also a huge commitment for a parent. So and school and like, school, yeah. And I think he said his you know his his uh, child is five. So eh, give is, a kindergarten it, off another year. <laughs> you don't need kindergarten. Um, but so my my feeling would be like, oh, they're gonna try to make Greg the next next bachelor. Justin for bachelor. I. <laughs> We'll just start it. (laughs) Hashtag Justin for Bachelor. Um, But yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, Beck and I were saying, you know, if Katie finds her love and if Katie is still with the person that she chose, even though she did say that her heart was shattered. So. 
if Katie ends up engaged at the end of this thing, yes. okay, this will be quite a track record for the for the show. Oh, Justin and I were talking about this while watching. This will be quite a track record. If Katie is engaged. There's Katie, Tasha and Zach, which they. We listen. A lot of us were were nervous lately because we weren't seeing a lot of photos. And then the past like a couple weeks, they've I been posting sure about, photos yeah. together. And I literally, my heart was breaking slowly every single day, being like, "If they're broken up, I yeah. will I'll quit the show." Um, but they have been. They were posting Fourth of July photos together. So they've been together a year stuff. now. Yeah, they've been together for a while. Okay, so them, Dale and Claire. Dale and Claire. They're on. They're on and they've been on and they seem to be going very strong. Oh, Matt and Rachel, which we also brought up. They're on. Matt and Rachel are together every single day and seem to be very connected. So that's... And then prior that I guess was Pete. So no. <laughs> that one's going to be a no, even though I just saw that Jet said and Jack is engaged to his girl. Oh, yeah. Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, but... but uh is there many spoilers that Pete's going to be on the beach for Paradise? I haven't seen anything. God damn it. He better be there. Now, I did see, I would assume this is full-blown confirmation that Victoria Fuller did post. Someone said, like, would you go on Bachelor from Paradise? And she said, I would not go back on the show. So I'm pretty sure that's, like, full-blown. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, sad days. Anyway, but the that's, the show the past couple seasons we've had four in a row. We've had some success. And now granted it looked different. Everyone had kind of a different dynamic, but ultimately everyone ended up back together. Do you think this is like a quarantine effect thing? Like not that they're stuck together, but like I wonder if post COVID if people have more of a less of a tendency to be like a little bit flighty and like looking for someone else. Like I, I wonder if people have more of an instinct post COVID to be like, I better appreciate what's right in front of me. I'm, I mean, probably. And yeah. also I feel like COVID did expedite people's relationships really quickly mm -hmm. because it's like you have a little bubble of people that you're hanging out with and you get to know someone really quickly. So my friends who started relationships in quarantine, yeah. like all, every single one of them are still with the person that they connected with like yeah. right before quarantine or during it and their relationships like like happened really quickly and got really serious and they're still doing really well now even that things are opening up again um hmm. and it feels like they just all really know each other really well so i don't know maybe there's they're something just clinging for dear life to whoever they might uh, be stuck in the house with next for real like i mean we never know now do. it's like it's like yeah like you said you start to appreciate what's around you and you're like oh maybe i was just you know being a little too picky about certain things or something like that i gotta say i know everyone talks about it but it's such a trip to go places and just be like oh you know it's crazy yeah no it's still it still is uh kind of messing with me a little bit mm -hmm. i didn't think it i didn't think it would like give me anxiety mm -hmm. but it, it does and i've been not going out at all things are kind of changing constantly <sighs> and so yeah no i'm i'm yes which brings up an interesting point of the episode yes. about how she brought up the point when michael gets really hurt she's like stop the game it's not worth it if you're out you're out and i sort of forgot they're still playing by like covid rules if you're out of production you're now yes now I can't figure out if it's the way that they're doing this season and that I'm very invested in this season for some reason like 
or if I'm just used to them being on one totally. location. Because at this it's point, that. we've watched Claire, Tasha, and seasons. Matt. Yeah, and now it's like you're used to it. What a trip it's going to be to all of a sudden see a season where they're traveling everywhere again. I think they also learned that with group dates, um, you're better off doing like almost everything outside because it's less yeah. conference roomy, like with yes. this season. Yeah, oh my gosh. I'll never forget it. The level, the conference rooms when they had the the knights castle thing that oh in the God. in the conference room like that was like a bad VBS set. I forgot about that until right now. Yeah, no, yeah. Try oh. to forget it again if you can. Becca, when that came up on my screen, <laughs> and I was like, and I was really trying to take myself out of the COVID times, and that came up, and I was like, I don't think I can watch this season anymore. No. That was brutal. I was just like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I'm, I, I remember you and I actively really trying to be like, it's back. We get to watch something. This is going to be cool. And then we saw that we were like, oh, God, this feels so weird. And when they're still doing like little wooden cutouts of the taxi cars and stuff like oh they've, 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 you know, the thing is, is they thought it was just going to be for a few weeks. <laughs> they really did. And uh, now they're like, all right, we got to make this shit serious yeah. right for the long haul. Yes. No, seriously. They have to start to like up the ante a little bit. Also, it's different since it's not the normal, like it's not Chris Harrison. So then it's like everything's a little bit different. So yeah, it's just kind of the way true. it is. And then you just kind of, you just, this is our new life now. This yeah. is our new parents, our mm -hmm. new home. Um, so before we get into the episode. Yeah. Let's take a quick little pause. Um, so broads. One of my personal personality traits is the fact that I like to just imagine that my pets will live forever and never get old or ever have health problems. Aww. I just love them so much. They're my babies. And while heart in my hands, um, I know that pets are not with us forever. And that only reinforces to me that they deserve the very best during their lifetime. And if you have cats, well, then you probably have a litter box. And when it comes to the best of the best cat litter, there's no competition and it's pretty litter. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I grew up with cats my entire life and I can fully attest there's no cat litter like pretty litter for a lot of reasons for starters it's the easiest litter to clean up which is the number one thing that i look for in a cat litter mm -hmm. i love my cats but there is nothing grosser than when litter's stuck to the bottom of your feet yeah. mm -hmm. oh my god it's mm -hmm. ugh, i hate that um pretty litter is made with their de-dusting formula also no dust at all it's you're only going to find the litter where it's supposed to be inside the litter box anyway it's mm -hmm. great for all of that and broads it gets even better pretty litter can actually help keep your cat healthy that's right pretty litter changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness in your cat including urinary tract infections and kidney issues um, i grew up with a cat and i just remember what mysterious animals they are they're notorious for hiding illnesses knowing that pretty litter gives you a heads up when something is off gives you such peace of mind love is putting your cat's health first with pretty litter do what i did and make the switch today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code chatty for 20 percent off your first order that's prettylitter.com promo code chatty for 20 percent off prettylitter.com promo code chatty so i don't know who needs to hear this but treat yourself buy the shoes take the nap whatever treating yourself looks like to you go for it babe and that's just the thing doing something extra for yourself can mean a million different things for me one thing is investing in new bra undies and loungewear. I think Ooh. we forget about that sometimes. You can you wear the same thing for like yeah. five years. And, and then, then when you get that fresh set, ooh, it's yeah. like the simplest thing. But I swear when I've got a new bra on or even better, a matching set, I feel unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Changes my day. Yep. Love it. And 
third love is ours and now yours. Mm-hmm. Number one stop for comfortable quality everyday essentials. I'm 100% obsessed with my third love bras because they are somehow sexy, but also comfortable at the same time. Equally. That's right. I said equally. Not comfy, but unsexy. Not sexy, but constricting. Oh my gosh, just the thought of like an underwire going into my ribs is oh. just, that's, oh, that's no. not sexy to me. That's right. Equally comfortable and sexy, a bra wearer's dream. Mm-hmm. I had to wear one of my girlfriend's bras the other day because I forgot mine and I'm used to my third love bra and Ugh. that, wa- I literally, I couldn't couldn't concentrate the entire night because I'm like, this is so uncomfortable. Where is my third mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. bra? Mm-hmm. One of the reason third love bras are so comfortable is because they're available in 80 different sizes, okay? Wow. That's like, I don't know, eight times as many options as you would find at a traditional retailer, even more. Um, You'll start off by taking their online fitting room quiz, which factors in size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find the best bras and underwear for you. And if you don't love something, well, no need to worry because exchanges and returns are totally free. You can even have one of their expert fit stylists help you address what's not working and get you something you love. You deserve some TLC. That's third love comfort oh yes go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to get 20% off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 20% off today um so this episode I mean it again you know it wasn't the most riveting episode but it wasn't the worst no I felt like it was like a it was like a fine episode you know kind of middle of the road there were definitely some moments in it but in general it felt a little bit slower i'd say than some of the past few episodes yeah some of the highlights are definitely blake and his i mean entrance well blake and his entrance and then his whole one-on-one date with her for sure Uh uh-huh uh-huh um and then there's the group date where hunter goes ham on everyone (laughs) Uh, <laughs> and Hunter and more Hunter, basically Hunter and more Hunter, and then of course Andrew S. and his. Oh my God, who gets sweet. so easily swept away though with his only night portion of the date, which was I know I w- I was so upset when they were like, oh, it's just a nighttime portion, but I will say they did do an after, they did like a uh, you know that activity together, and then they also did like an evening portion. I would just but feel it's so still, like come on, it was just taken from me. Like come on, Andrew S. Versus Pres- with Blake, all this backpack. I mean, all this horseback That's riding true. thing. You know, so plenty long. of chatting time. It's like come on, guys. And Andrew S. Too that precious. I know what a precious. Tragic. I mean, also potential new bachelor. True, true. You know what? <sighs> okay, so let's just talk about Andrew S. While we're on the subject. Yes. Andrew, I said to Jess while we were watching and I was completely wrong. I was like, Andrew seems like the kind of person who like probably just kind of prefers to say surface level and like joke around. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like he's someone who it's hard to get deep with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason I thought that is just like in the beginning of their date when they were doing like the little such a that was it was was so weird. Well, you know what it was, too? It was like the way it started off felt so awkward because like the questions were like your best animal sound and whatever. And it was like, dude, I'd be super awkward. Well, then when they had to, to smash the, the ceramic love hearts, that's where then shit it got real. It, yeah. And then, but then it also started to get less awkward. Yeah. It was like, as soon as they actually were having like real questions that weren't just like, do your best dance, then it started to get like, Real. I was just like, this is what you got. That was very, that was a very COVID-esque date. That was a very COVID-esque <laughs> date. It's like, come on. Like, you guys, would you get these the hearts from Dollar Tree? Like, to hang on, like, that seems like something we would do for a craft with, like, dental floss, you <laughs> no, know? Like, okay, real. string it up with dental floss and then when she put the When she put the uh, cords together, you're right, I was expecting a Ferris wheel. Yeah, no. 
girl, you know that that's what we were looking for. We're like, oh, the last time we saw this, there was a giant Ferris wheel. They do this. She puts the plug in and Andrew S's face killed me. He was like, oh, look. And it was like a lights. couple stringy Some lights. lights. Like there was like four wires of string lights, string lights. And you're just like, okay, don't know what this is. <laughs> There's not even a chair. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a no. That was a no. For so anyway, me. but so I was he was like kind of giggling in the beginning of it, and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. But then he was able to get real when they asked about. Of course, they break that heart. Just a nice, fun, easy yeah. question. What did you learn from your parents about relationships? He's like, I learned what not to do. Yeah. Um. But he started opening up there, and then in the evening portion of the day, I thought he was just like really honest and forthcoming and really able to express his emotions well about like what he felt like what he missed out on as a kid well, and what he and he talked about at the top things. too like he was saying you were having to use the restroom so you missed like the mm. first like two lines he said and he said something where he was like you know i never felt like i could show my emotions mm. he's like and it what it's like ended up is me being a very sensitive person it's actually uh, now i feel very sensitive because like, with football and i was raised you know constantly playing football he's like you just you hide everything and but yeah no exactly what you said it was like he opened up like so much and and then they had really important discussions I mean, yeah, he, he was, he was, he, it was a heavy conversation. He was talking about his dad having to go to prison. He was talking about his ex-girlfriend who I was like a little bit confused by that. But then I was like, oh shit, she didn't want to have children with him yeah, because she was, because she was white. worried about their children um, being <sighs> black. Was that it? Like she didn't, yeah. she didn't want to have kids with him. He made, he made some, like he was saying that she said something like her fear was that like she'd go to a grocery store and people would be like, Oh, are those your kids? And like, mm. wouldn't assume they were, her, they mm. were her children. And like, I mean, okay. So did she not want to have kids with him because of that or have a, have a family? with it, him? I mean, it was painful. And the fact that he <sighs> was willing to talk about that. I don't know. They, they just like, they went from going to me, like the whole date started and you and I were both like, I don't know if like, like, we love him, but I don't know if that connection's there. And mm. I will say, as soon as, like, he got in that date, uh, sat down with her and was willing to be, like, so vulnerable, it really shifted, I felt like, the energy of their night, the remainder of the night. Like, they seemed to, like, really connect. And yeah, I felt like she felt like she could trust him. Mm -hmm. Although I was half expecting, with just the way The Bachelor's gone with Matt, I expected them... <laughs> him to talk about his dad who was incarcerated and i was like oh i bet they're brought to bring the dad out right now and just have a dude i mean i could oh my god that part have a little confrontation season. right here oh my god that part of that bad season holy shit um yeah don't forget that either <sighs> yeah we will not forget bachelor production no thank you um but no that was that was a moment though too where i was like oh my goodness this is a person who is so willing to be vulnerable so willing to share his heart would be a really good bachelor his willingness to like be so open um now i don't know now there's the flip side of it that i then get i then like my heart uh, I then feel concerned for sometimes leads who are super open that i feel like production is just gonna like try to just i need to just know more about andrew i feel like I need yeah. to know him a little more. All I know is that of last week, 
with the confrontation that showed me a lot about Andrew mm. when everybody oh, was all true. fucking I about hyped that. up on Thomas and he was just like hey Katie said to trust her she knows what she's doing let's trust her he had like a, a nice conversation with Thomas too where he was like like talking to him about the guys are feeling but also willing to like just have a conversation with Thomas yeah. without it becoming a whole thing yeah. and I'm like I loved how Andrew S handled everything last week and was I thought was willing to to be like the odd man out in the sense that everyone again unionized to mm-hmm. get someone out and Andrew S to potentially his you know pers- no, no gain of his own exactly was like no I don't think it's right like this is she told us to trust her like why are you guys all caught up in this like I, I just I don't I'm not gonna do that and then again we talked about that too last week that then Trey got the rose so it was a confirmation of that, like, maybe that's what Katie wants. And Andrew still was, like, not going to go there. He was still, like, just like, nope, not going to do it. True. True. So. I'm still holding out for Justin. That's my pick. Also, we, we might see someone from Paradise become The Bachelor. I know. Oh, that opens yeah. up a whole new can of worms. That's a whole I just thought about thing. that. Fully forgot about that. But we love Andrew. Love you, Andrew. Love you, Andrew. We love and support. Now let's talk about Blake from yes. the top. Yes. Let's backtrack and talk about Blake's entrance. So Tasha was the one who comes yep, to in. to break the news. One of my favorite moments in the entire episode was when Tasha comes in. And the reason I loved it so much is because... I was living for kind of Tasha's energy of like being protective of her guy, Blake. Yeah. It yeah. was like, this is somebody I trust. This is someone who's here for the right reasons. Uh, she wanted this. And uh-huh. maybe you guys, this is going to hurt a little bit, but this is Katie's journey and this is what she wants. So don't you even think about messing with Blake. Now, I will say, so they questioned him a bit. And I think, I think this episode was a little bit on the rougher side, but... I don't I don't think he's going to have a hard time with the guys after this episode, except for maybe Greg. We see a lot <laughs> of Greg being concerned about Blake. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe I, I agree with you. I think maybe Greg. Remember how we talked last week about we feel like maybe the house might split when Ooh. it comes to Blake. So I'm wondering if maybe Greg. Greg seems to be There's close. Be two camps. He seems to be close with like Connor and a couple other guys. Like, I wonder if. Greg and a couple of those guys are not uh-huh. going to be a fan of Blake and Blake because Blake had that moment, by the way, he had that moment with Andrew S. <laughs> yes, that's what I was going to bring up, too. It seems like Blake's already maybe won over Andrew S. Andrew S is just happy you got a one on one, though. Of course. Yes. So Blake, but when Blake read him that date card and they were like kind of like giggling about him, I was like, oh, my God, Love they're that. pals. <laughs> so they question Blake. All the guys do. Yes. And then. Oh, here come the fireworks, y'all. This is just par for the course. Oh. Oh, I mean. You guys. Our our, our neighborhood was going straight from 6 p.m. Oh. to 3 a.m. Without yes. pause. It was terrible. And <laughs> I'm like, hey, everybody. It's Monday. So... It's like, hey, I can never stop thinking. This is so dark, but I always think about the dogs. And then I also think about the poor veterans with PTSD. Of course. Of course. You just have to be triggered for like a week straight. Of course. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. So, and then of course, Blake has to get the one-on-one. Naturally. Naturally. And of course. Greg reading it was... Greg reading the date card was incredible. Now, okay. I did want to say... Yeah. Wanted to acknowledge... And you can believe this or not believe it. I okay. don't care. Okay. 
you know how much I love Blake. But from an from an unbiased perspective, I feel like Blake came in the best way someone can come in partway through the season. Yes. He came in. He did not come in with this energy, which we have yes. seen numerous people walk into a room. Kind of trying to play of, off that BDE. Yep. No, like, nose in right. the air. Like, I'm already famous from a last season mm-hmm. and I've already done this and da 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 Like, Blake came in and he kind of had his head lowered and he's like, and he literally said, I know that you guys probably hate me right now and I don't blame you. Like, I experienced this too, which he did. Yes. Noah and a couple other guys showed up part of the way through Tasha's uh-huh. season. He's like, I, I totally get it. Um, and I, I, I felt, and then also when he got the date card, he even said to the guys, he's like, this is obviously best case scenario for me. Is it deserved compared to you guys? Probably not. I, I know I'm beating a dead horse, but I just don't know how people could see, could say that he is there for clout. I know. I just I don't know. see it. I know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't there like especially like sh- you know, at the end of the day, are these people who have chosen to go on a reality TV sure. show? Sure. Sure. So to a certain extent, everybody's there sure. a little bit that way. But, but to, to say he's there more so for clout than, than anybody for Katie, else or the, or than for Katie? Yeah. I mean, like, come, on. come on. Come on. Come on. Come guys. on. <laughs> um, you know what? And then this is the this is the great thing when Katie came to pick him up for their one-on-one date the guys kind of started questioning her a little bit and she was kind of like no we haven't talked before like besides him just doing a little one line in my dm blah 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 I have to follow my heart whatever and I have to say in that moment like I that is so good for Blake because then they have this little thing that the two of them are against all the other guys on. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, I have to follow my heart, and he's like, I had to follow mine too. You yeah, know? they like, have that little what bond. Can you do? That yeah. little, yeah, that little bond, and he gets to kind of be the special one in the room where Katie's like defending her reason for yep. bringing him on and why he's there, and then he gets to kind of frolic off with her for exactly. the day. I mean, it but then is again, so intimidating, so intimidating. But then. We have Blake not playing into the fact right. that he's like this special one who's coming in, who's had a relation, a kind of a previous conversation with her. He was very humble in the way even he exits like, bye guys, whatever. And something that I mentioned to you, which I right away took note of, was when Katie came and sat down, Courtney right away said, hey, so we heard that you guys had talked a little bit beforehand. So obviously... They've had conversations, either Blake offered the information yeah. or they asked Blake and Blake didn't deny it right. or tried to hide it. Right. Blake just said, yeah, I mean, I did he DM said, her. Yeah, like, we talked a little bit. And so there's been other previous situations mm. on the show where we see people not really telling, being a little shady. And then it comes back to bite them where they're like, why are you hiding this? Yeah. Why didn't you guys tell us about this sooner? He came right in up front. Yeah. And that's why I agree with you where I think... You know, I don't think at least a majority of the guys will be out for Blake because of the way that he did approach everything. No, and I also like how Blake didn't like, at least from what we saw, he didn't like, he didn't try to then be in with Katie and be like, oh, the guys were kind of pissed, weren't they? Like, I bet that like. Nope. I'm, you know, like he, he's just like, that's irrelevant. Let's mm-hmm. just focus on our time right here, right now. And I feel like that says a lot about him. And we didn't see him. 
at the rose ceremony, the cocktail party, trying to get more time with totally. her. He gave this. He seemed to give space. Yeah. Obviously, we would have heard about it if he didn't. It would have been a whole other story if Blake was trying to get time with her later on in the evening. I feel like he's being respectful of the situation, you know, but also being like, no, I'm here for Katie, whatever. But also, you know, not oh. trying to caused more drama than is necessary well and for their day date i who also went on a horseback riding uh oh my god yes (laughs) i have never seen like a more organic conversing like horseback riding date they were just straight up trotting next to each other like they were in a rom-com i'll tell you this bitch was put on a horse which i love a horse Mm -hmm. and i used to ride sometimes but i haven't ridden horse in a very long time if someone put me on a horse i am so concentrating on my nerves being on this horse that like the like to have a conversation flow organically with anyone would be a challenge for me along i was also shocked because when well maybe it's because we were up in the mountains but like we had someone like guiding us and we had to stay in like a single file line so we were like trying to shout back and forth to each other (laughs) they were like trotting alongside each other just like on the on the road all by themselves just yeah chatting away about how he loves to go visit the african wildlife Mm -hmm. and how he and he's gone once a month out of the year and she's happy that he might be gone because it's a little bit of independence and they're living their own life or he's gonna take her like to go meet the rhinos and giraffes or whatever yeah i mean and also to what a life they'll live together what a life (laughs) but then the other thing too which of you know of course tickled me pink was uh the fact that our wildlife king is scared of horses yes fun fact but he said he said at the dinner portion of the day he said i want a horse now and i've Never, I don't think I've ever heard someone say that so seriously. I feel like he was like, I'm oh, going no, he to means it. get a horse now. No. I'm going to rescue a horse tomorrow. He means this deep in his soul. It's like he's going to figure out a way to add it to his owls and cats and dogs oh, and definitely. salamanders and Good all of show. the creatures that he has. I love, you know, I, I don't think you can be a shady person who animals love. Like, Animals can really pick up on energy, and I feel like when you meet a person who animals just flock to them and they're just good with them. Trustworthy. I feel like that just says like so much about a person that like words can't i agree i really agree also a special person also the fact of the matter is this he's very nervous and horses sense nerves and that horse let him get all up on the horse and was very comfortable with blake on so the horse probably sensed that you know he or she was with someone safe some people are just like that it's wild you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, loved that. Loved that. Um, then in their evening portion, and oh my goodness, Ugh. batch of, I, let's say this, uh, thank you, uh, ABC, people have been asking for like a trigger warning oh, or some yeah, sort of like yeah. heads up before there's gonna, they're going to have a conversation. Yeah. ABC, they finally did it. They put up a conversation and said that they're going to be having a conversation about consent and sexual assault, Ugh. which then, by the way, then is what this conversation then they ended up. Blake and Katie ended up having when they sat down at dinner together. Yeah, I think it was just, um, for one, it was a very pointed question. And then it made me wonder, like, did production ask me to say that? Or was that just like one of the first questions Maybe. that we had to ask her? I wondered, too. I mean, it was, it, I, I liked it as a question because I was curious about that, too. But I, th- I wonder about it, too, because, like, you know, he knows that her, like, she's painted in bachelor nation as like this sex positive person yeah. and that's how he was that was his sure. thing too so it was like blake walked away and all the guys were always like blake loves sex and blake you know da 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 and then post it again we find out you know that his mom is like very involved in things like that and he's always posting all of his mom's blogs and whatever so he was 
you know, probably raised. So wholesome. (laughs) Having very, like, sex-positive conversations. Um, So then, yeah, he asks her about, like, you know, why she became this way. Well, and... Or why this is something that she's passionate about. What I really liked is after she shared, and she shared, you know, kind of, she basically said the same thing that she had the week before Mm -hmm. in the group date or two weeks ago or whatever. The fact that she has to keep talking about it, though, I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I I think, you know, like, and I don't think that Katie's the kind of person that, like, would agree to be talking about that a lot if she didn't feel really comfortable bringing it up as a part of her journey. Yeah. And I really like the way that she talks about it. Like, I don't know. There's just something about her journey that feels really, really, like, relatable. And I really liked Blake's response and the way he was just like, oh, I just want to make sure that, like, you always, like, feel protected or safer, however he worded it, with me. And I thought that that was... I just thought that that like I think a lot of people don't know and a lot of guys like don't know how to like respond yeah. when you're telling them about that stuff but for someone to just validate you and be like I'm really sorry and I, and basically let you know like I want to do everything I can to make sure that you feel comfortable with me mm-hmm. and that like we are always having like consensual interactions I think that it's just like such an amazing note to start their relationship out on and yeah. I know it would make me feel really really safe and I imagine that she felt exactly the same way and like she yeah feeling safe is like the perfect perfect way to put it yeah when he said he's like you know especially too he he made it clear that he's like i know that you know that he has like the reputation bachelor nation where he's like all about sex positivity and he's like i just want to let you know that i'm going to be conscious in our interactions about this conversation and your experience yeah and even though i have like this you know whatever reputation or whatever that like i want you to feel safe and always feel safe with me in that regard and never like you have to do anything and i feel like we've talked about it a little bit on the show before but and i and i feel like I've tried in the past to express like I wish more guys did that and the way he did it I was like oh that's exactly what I wish more Mm -hmm. guys would do like we've had some conversations with guys on the podcast where they're talking about like you know how into sex they are and all that and I I think that we need to have more of conversation of men being able to be really freely sexual and open but then also be equally as comfortable with Mm -hmm. with their sexuality as they are having these kind of conversations with women and being like hey you never have to feel like you have to do anything that I want to do and like I'm always looking out for you first and foremost and like because that's really because that is really what a huge part of sex positivity is yeah and and that part of good sex exactly and that's a part that's often not discussed and so I love that they're having that yeah it made me feel like I it made me feel really happy for Katie I guess that like you know in the Latin you know two episodes ago when she did share that with the group and like how hard that must have been i thought you know especially we talked about connor like um that the men like uh you were supportive of her which was yeah. great and discussed it with her afterwards but the fact then it's like okay she put herself out on the line discussed it with these men and the entire nation and then had to have this conversation again that then you have a partner across from you really see like really yeah. seeing you and being like i'm hearing what you're saying and I want you to know that I am conscious of it and I want you to feel safe. Yeah. And what's going to be an active part of my consciousness, that yeah. that is yes. a trauma that you've gone through. Yes, and I think that's modeling a really healthy relationship. And I think just like um, anything difficult in life, you know, like if somebody says they lost a parent, that's like something that you would always be mindful of then in interactions where you're of like course. talking about 
this person's father or talking about your dad or whatever you sort of be conscious of it and I think unfortunately talking about sexual assault is so uncomfortable for people we don't know how to handle it but it would be great if we could normalize the same thing of people who experience sexual assault because so many of us have in one form or another I think it's great to normalize having this open conversation being like like if you ever don't feel comfortable, if you ever need to talk about it, like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it really helps normalize that conversation and like normalize really healthy boundaries and healthy communication. And totally. so that's the kind of sex positivity I'm here for. So Katie is not disappointing me with that on this season. Yeah. And um, uh, well, yeah, I, I love I loved every second of their date. I we continue to stand. We will never not stand and continue to also stand Blake's interaction with the rest of the house and lastly you brought up that it was one of the few uh musical portions of a date where you did not feel like you wanted to fall through the floor okay yes big okay so after their dinner they had lane hardy is that who it is um i believe he was on american idol (laughs) yeah he was okay he was uh he came on my mom was like he's only gotten this far because he's so cute (laughs) she was just like mad about it well there's a few things. First of all, I'm not a country music person, but I do feel like oftentimes the successful uh, musical moments are country songs on this show. Wanted it's to throw true. that out there. I don't I'm know what with it, it. Maybe it's the words because they're all about like I don't know. But um, but I looked at Becca and I go, I just feel like you know that it is a like that. This is this this relationship could work if it's mm-hmm. not an awkward date during a music portion. And I feel like that's been pretty consistent. Even if you don't like the person who the lead's with, like they could work. It's and a good sign. A, it's a good sign. There's comfortability there. Or even if they don't end up working out, you're like, oh, this person could go on and bachelor nation and like be a fan favorite and people like, I don't know there. It's just, it's always a good sign when the, when the musical date goes well and you're not, you know, even though I was laughing so hard about the fact that like the setup was like lane and then there was like giant like Texas stars and boots like with like all the lights around. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like a full like Nashville like bar that they set up. Around I think it them. always works the country songs because they're just like, I don't know. I'm going to meet you and love you forever. It's only going to take five weeks and a rose. You know, it's always something like really oddly specific. And you're specific. like, oh my God, did they write this for the song or for the show or what? Oh my God. Oh, oh also, by the what? way, um, quick side note, Katie and Blake, uh, he kissed her at first and she right away was like, well, add that to the uh, check mark that you are a good kisser. And those two then... When they were in the oh, hay we making about out. That. The roll in the hay, literally. Whoa. It was like, oh, this is, this is steamy. Spicy. This is, they've got major chemistry, these two. Definitely. And obviously they both appreciate each other's kissing because there was definitely no ick going on. None. She was on top. She <laughs> yep. was working it. He yep. was on top. He was working it. Felt like all- I saw some stuff I wasn't supposed to see. I can't believe that they didn't have them. Wa- they didn't have him walk in to change covered in hay, and oh, that the guys yeah. weren't like hmm. totally hmm. all in his hair. Yeah, he's just like he's like all looking like all discombobulated. Kind of like, yeah. <laughs> totally hay everywhere. Uh huh. I love that. I love that. Um, before we get into the episode, 
want to take a pause yes let's take a quick pause breaky break oh also by the way we hear katie say that she could see herself in the end with blake Which then we but then she said yeah. it with andrew too yeah. so i asked becca i said are we going to maybe have like a ben situation where <sighs> katie is declaring her love to a couple people we shall could see be. we shall could see be, you know be, we don't be. hate that um okay broads there is something so nice about finding a brand that you just trust like there are certain brands that i know from beginning to end they've paid attention to details and done the research and the end result is a product that ends up living up to exactly what i want or need one brand that really does this is care of um, and if ever details and research were important to a product i'd say supplements would be a big one but shockingly supplements in the u.s are completely unregulated which means you could literally be getting a pill of nothing and would have no idea but with care of you can rest easy knowing their products are the best i really do trust care of mm -hmm. um meeting and maintaining your health goals has never been easier with them your first step is you take their online quiz which is basically a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with a nutritionist and based on your answers care of's team of experts will help build your custom supplement routine uh, but then it doesn't stop there. You get all the information into exactly what's being recommended. And they tell you why it's being recommended specifically for you. And you'll also get in-depth access to the sourcing information and all of the scientific research behind the product. So after I took my quiz, I was so excited to see such a variety of products, some new to me, and really thorough explanations of how they could help me reach my goals. And you can also create your own pack, which I love doing also. Yeah, that's so great. And if you find it difficult to stick to a supplement routine, uh, join the club. I I always had the hardest time remembering to take my supplements until I was halfway to work or wherever I was going. The nice thing about Care of is that they can, uh, come pre-packaged in these cute little daily pill packs with your name on it. Uh, so you can toss a few in your car, in your handbag, and they're especially convenient for travel too. For 50% off your first Care of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code CHATTY50. That's TakeCareOf.com, promo code CHATTY50 for 50% off your first Care of order um all right so i guess let's talk about the most brutal group date ever i feel like every single season we go wow that was so intense and i can't believe that they allowed this to happen i believe for a fact this was the most like violent like how were these men not wearing head protection like, I don't Weren't they wearing little ear things or was I just imagining that they were wearing like rugby style like yeah, foam headpieces? No, they were wearing no, they were wearing um, sweatbands. Sweatbands, dude. Holy fuck. And I'm like, this bash ball or whatever they're playing is like is basketball and, and rugby. football and rugby. Like it was all these things, yeah. right? That have helmets. Like well, rugby you, doesn't. Oh, that's so wild to me. That's why I was saying it seemed it really seemed like rugby to me. I'm like, oh my god! Because they just go crazy, they're, no pads, no oh nothing. Oh my god, they're just they're just tackling each bashing other like their, crazy. Yeah, talking about I'm basketball, like, they're just bashing their heads into each other. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Oh, I, I couldn't even believe like what we were watching. Well, we had some um, we had some <sighs> guest judges. Uh, Franco is back. Franco, the photographer, is back with Wells. I love Franco so much. I petition that he is in every single season. Is I he love the new host. Becca, don't you tease me. Wait, I hope he'll be on Paradise. Maybe he'll be one of the <gasps> judges. Because, you know, now it's supposed to be... Um, oh, a bunch of... It's supposed to... Yeah. David Spade. Uh, Lil John. Yeah, Lil John. What's that it's about? Random. So random. Um, um, Lance Bass. Uh, Titus Burt. Is it Burgess? Oh, I love him. Uh, yeah, Lance Bass. Who? Uh, 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 Titus mm. from... Oh, um, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is, it? Is, it, is it Schmidt? I forget. Yeah, Tice Burgess. Okay, anyway. Um, love. But 
I mean, Franco, please give us Franco for an episode for the love. I mean, he, <sighs> I love him so much. I love that he, they, I love that the people of Bachelor Nation love him so much that he's back not for a photography yes. date, but for, instead for a bash ball group date. What I really hope for, for Paradise Side Note is that these guest judges are just like fully clowning on everyone. Yes, you would hope so. And I feel like by the people that they chose that that might be what's happening. I hope so as well. Yeah, I, I, I really think that they're going to be giving everybody a hard time. I think they're going to kind of make it a little more like sticky. Yeah. You know how like they have the, the intro packages for uh, Paradise is so corny and like yeah. they lean into that. I, I hope that that's kind of the energy from the judges. Yeah, I hope so too. Anyway, he okay. So they start and by the way, Hunter's just He's the one that kicked off, by the way, everyone going fucking berserk. Absolutely bananas. He was having all these flirty moments with Katie before they were playing like, you know, play tackling each other. And I'm yeah. thinking, OK, maybe the best idea for you, Hunter, is because clearly you're having a chemistry moment is to kind of kick back in this situation. Mm. Oh, no. Well, he's got a competitive streak in he's him. He's got a competitive streak. No one streak. when I see one. Uh, he's got a competitive streak. And the man just started tackling so intensely granted then so did everyone else well that's the thing he opened up the gates it's Uh like he tackled three people in a row and so then everyone was like all right i guess it's fair game if hunter's gonna be tackling everybody every two seconds like everyone's gonna start doing it and it got wild we saw greg by the way uh score right away slam dunks some slam dunks i I believe he was a basketball player in college or high school i think i saw those photos one of my favorite moments was franco at one point, like Katie was like, oh, my God, I've never seen this side of him before. And Franco was like, oh, do you think he has a crush on you? And Katie's like, well, I hope they all do. Franco's <laughs> like, just like, mm. Franco bringing like, I hope they have a crush on me. <laughs> and Franco's just like, here's the reality of it. Do you think they actually have a, do you think that one has a crush on you? <laughs> you think they actually like you and are here for you? Do you think that they're I here for the right reasons that. or no? I'm like, Franco. That is so funny. Franco with the shade. <laughs> Franco with the shade. Um... Oh, so then the... Yeah, I'm getting lost. The absolute... Oh, God. So we'd seen this in the previews that someone got hurt. And then I was seeing people on Twitter being like, really, that's what we were waiting for with the ambulance? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you all see how hard Michael A got hit? Um, Michael? I watched his back snap in half, then his neck whiplash back, then his neck whiplash forward, then back again. I guess that's just one whiplash. But the man was like bending in all the wrong places too fast. I cannot believe that he did not have to go away in an That ambulance. looked so painful. That looked so painful. And on top of all of it, too, Michael was already like, he literally said at the top of the date, he goes, this is the worst group date ever. Everyone is so shredded. And I have this dad bod. I was like, Michael, I love your dad bod. So don't even, do not even begin to say that. But he was already like in this headspace. Yeah. And I'm like, Michael, no. And then he just, uh. And then I felt bad for Justin because Justin's just tackling everybody like everybody else uh. is. And then Justin, like, you know that feeling Wait, when you, you mean Hunter? Justin tackled him? Justin tackled him. Oh, I thought it was Hunter. And then Justin was tripping out. Oh, you I didn't know, know Justin that, did that. Oh, I thought it was Hunter. And he was, he was literally like shaking going over to him. He was um, like, are you okay? Yeah, are you yeah, okay? Yeah. You know that feeling when you like play sports when you you're in elementary school? Far. Or you just accidentally like, you're, you you know, your strength like it gets the best of you or, you know, you by accident like hurt somebody and you are just, and you can't, like that feeling, I remember being in like soccer as a kid and like accidentally like hurting somebody 
and they were like crying and everyone's like around on the field and I like didn't mean to hurt the person and I was just like I felt like I'm the bad kid oh no I felt sick for like three days because you're like oh my god I just hurt that person it was completely accidental but you just feel like and of all people too it's like the sweet guy of the house you're like oh my god I cannot believe (sighs) but thank god Michael was okay yeah I don't know how he stood up and continued to exist. He's going to need some chiropractic care when he gets home is all I can say about that. Yeah, no, for real. And like, I really hope that like, you know, that the medics kept an eyeball on him for like the next couple days. My goodness. Now, on top of that, they then have the night portion of the day because everyone wins. You're all winners to me. If they're just going to keep doing this every goddamn season, stop making up the fake, the false pretense that only half of the team is going to make it to the evening portion. Also, of the like, date. stop making everybody hurt each other and then not have a winner. Like, everyone's like thinking, like, I really <laughs> like, got to give it my all? all this. Like, my God. Yeah, there are guys like Hunter who don't care as long as they get in. You know, a few tackles, which will bless him. Okay, well, to top it all off for poor Michael. Oh, my God. Okay, actually, before we talk about Michael, I just want to talk about some of the other tragic portions of the evening date. And I don't mean because of personal losses. I mean, Connor Song, Courtney with the toilet paper, Mike with the first kiss. I mean, there were oh, some no. brutal moments. And they skipped over them. No, they did not skip over the Connor Song. That no. was a too lengthy. But she was crying about it. She so. was crying. Becca and I were like... Uh, because it was one of the like on the the spectrum though it was like one of the better little ditties no i'm gonna give connor the credit of that like he has a nice voice and he's clearly like has talent but again you know we just can't be serenaded that closely by someone in like a private vicinity it's too much a little better because it's smaller it's less obtrusive it's kind of more of a normal thing and it's more of a like kind of a joke thing of like i'm just gonna do a little quick song i made up at the pool versus let's say a guitar or a piano, you know, that then you're really Roll committing. Roll the piano in. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you're committing. You know, the accordion, the, the, oh, wow, the, the accordion. upright bass. I yeah. mean, those well, are I wouldn't little... hate the upright bass. I'd be like, okay, damn, this is like... But what if then they started doing some like a, like a, some scat can, like... <laughs> <laughs> That I would love to see on my TV. There was no words at all. The whole song is like I wrote a song for you. A boom ba doom ba doom ba Honestly, I'd be like, you were inspired musically. Yeah. I almost honestly prefer it. If someone was like, I wrote a song for you and sat down on a piano and played me an instrumental, no words. Oh, just that's fine. Piano, no, 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 that's fine. I would actually be enraptured by that. Same I'd be like, if someone did like a Spanish guitar and was like, I'd be like, I inspired that and you're just like, creativity. Oh. I don't want to almost hear the words. No, no, because no, for no, someone, no. That makes it corny. That's the thing. For someone to write a, to, that's so romantic, that's not corny, the level of lyricist you have to be, yes. in my opinion, yes. is like, is I'm through the roof. There. So as soon as you start singing words, yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling uh, like I'm feeling uncomfy. Yeah. It feels yeah. corny, even if you're doing a good job. Do we talk about this too much? 
No, I because this is something that we're very passionate about. Yeah, that's true. We should be able to talk. Yeah, anyway, but yes, <laughs> we gotta say it. But I agree. When you're doing a musical, uh, 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 instrumental, then all of a sudden it's like I that feels so romantic to me. Like I inspired that music. Yes, I don't like the idea of picturing you writing uh, a melody and then sitting down and trying to rhyme words with Jess. Like I just oh, I just like to see like the music takes you whatever way it does because you feel whatever way about me. That's hot. You know what I will say? If someone is going to write lyrics, if they make it about and normally I wouldn't like this, but if they make it about them and not about you, that makes it better. Like I I remember having a okay. couple friends writing about songs about their girlfriends or ex-girlfriends yeah. talking about like in the lyrics it was about how they feel like when she's gone or how they feel when she's okay. around yeah and that makes it granted they were good songwriters but that makes it better yeah i feel like instead of being like jess your eyes are the most beautiful be thing like- <laughs> they're my prize you know whatever it's just like that's like, just awful you know what would be what would be prime time is if someone like connor and you know, does this sound complicated? Sure, but it's you got a full sound crew and production team. They can make it work. I'd be like, I'm gonna write her a song and like, da- like download it somewhere so that she can listen to it when she's alone. I love to listen to a song about me when you're not looking at me singing it, or do a jokey one like he did for the performance thing in the very first group date. Sure, where he did a really goofy, he was so kind good. of like a little yeah. comedy thing. Where he it's was like- so good. Now he probably is trying to show a different side to her. Now on the flip, how about a different side that doesn't include the ukulele? On the flip side, after he and you know, I'm, I've been a Connor fan for the most part, but um, uh, I was not a fan of after the song, which again he did he did a great job. It's just not you know my cup of tea so much. Um, is that she was like crying? It really yeah. meant a lot to her, and then he kind of did like this like debonair look and was just like, you, "Oh, you're crying," and he, and he goes, oh, "You can kiss me now." And I was like, no. No, especially with them. I was like, no, no, no. No, you are just like, the kissing already is like a weird dynamic. you already think you've got it down. But someone telling me you can kiss me now, I don't like that. Mm, You got to, Justin could pull it off for me. Sorry. That's very true. You know it's true. You know it's true. Justin could say anything almost. (laughs) He'd just be like, do you fantasize about kissing me? And I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) Sure. Think about it all the time. (laughs) I wouldn't be offended at all. All I do the whole day through is dream of you. That's my ukulele song. And you know what? I like... Now we're skipping. Now now this is a cocktail portion, whatever, when we're talking about Justin. But I just got to say real quick about him, then we won't say anything more about him. We can talk about Justin all night long. I'm fine with that. I... You know what? He doesn't bug me. Like, I like his little questions. It was fun. He's, like I said, he he's just generally, neutrally unproblematic for me on this And you season. know, he's also just like, he's also cool as shit. He's also just not starting anything, but he's good with the guys, yeah. but he's also kind of in it at the same time, yeah. you know? Not making an effort to stand out, not making an effort to be in. Mm-hmm. Effortless. Also, always great style, too. Effortless. Very, he's very, it's very effortless. That's what makes him the beautiful babe guy that tortures you. Honestly. Well, even though he, he's probably not trying to. That's how effortless he is. Because even it's torturing like women. He can't help that he's as perfect as he is, and he can't help that we all want to date him. Do you think, like, everyone's as into him as we are, though? I haven't heard much about Justin on the on the battlefront i mean if they're not i don't understand the world like that's kind of where i'm at and i'm glad he hasn't brought up art again yeah i think and you know what honestly you know that probably a lot of that was producer we'll see when he's the bachelor 
True. But then the, that could be so such fun dates. Oh, he might be on Paradise, I guess. True. But then he, he could be getting the Bachelor from Paradise, like we were talking about. Listen, if he's the Bachelor, though, fun art dates could be really cool. Yeah. Like, you know, they always have everyone paint. Yeah. Everyone no, it's like a fun theme to have. Like, and I'm sorry. Like, I don't care if it's cheesy or not. If Justin was like had it had me on a date and was like i want to i want to paint you i'd be like oh my god if anyone wants to paint me <laughs> i say go for it hon can't wait to see it great but like ha- like i'm sorry we've had we've had uh uh yeah, but then what if he turns it around and it like your face is kind of off and then you're like wow this i mean is, i mean a- like having someone paint a painting of you is kind of the equivalent of having someone write a song for you sure it can go romantic or it can 80 percent of the time go but, very but bad. from seeing already his paintings like i would imagine that it would be very good know, or it would be, be accurate he might be using some projectors to trace out the lines and then if he's doing some freehand oil painting of you the situation might come out a little different there's a all chance I'm saying but all if 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 his work is what it looks like on Instagram. All I'm saying is that like in other seasons, yeah. we've had them do where it's like, oh, I'm going to draw you. And then it's always really yeah. bad because no one can draw. If he's really good and you guys have like a romantic candlelit date and it's like, let me draw you. I'm dead. I'm drinking champagne and he's drawing me. And then we go to the jacuzzi. I got to stop <laughs> getting a little too, a little too hot over here. Best case scenario is he doesn't show me the drawing. He throws it in the fire and he says, what good is this? The real thing's right in front of me. (laughs) You can use that one, Justin. That way you don't have to show your potentially not, not your, your B minus sketch. Oh, I mean, are you kidding me? I love it. Now, see, now I I need him to be the bachelor. Now I'm all sorts of worked up. But some other, like I said, other shitty ones, the Mike first base thing, horrible. Courtney toilet paper, horrible. Hunter, surprisingly, I thought he was going to dig himself a hole in that portion. He didn't. He showed her the kid photos and it went really, really well. It did. It did. Um, He talked about how he has never introduced any woman to his children. Yeah. And then showed photos. Beck and I were joking about (laughs) because he goes, I've never show, I've never introduced my kids to anyone, but, and Becca was like, and cue the children coming in <laughs> and move that buzz. So she said, oh, no, that yeah, buzz. They're like, ah! five and seven year old come fam- running. The whole family's standing there hand in hand. His ex wife, everyone's there. We want you to meet the entire family. It's just like, oh man. All right. Now, the, the important stuff. Yes. Michael, we didn't know. That okay. First, Michael tells Katie in uh, the most heart wrenching story that the day before was oh my god his wife's birthday, and then on top of that, the, they paralyzed the man for life after this foot Dude, whatever this straight up. this sports game was straight up. And then we find out that he hasn't told the guys about his wife because so, he didn't want to r- make them emotional. So we know that he shared it with Andrew M and Mike Mike oh. P right. And he told the two of them that before his date with Katie, which also warms my heart they so much to Aunt, for Andrew M and Mike P that they didn't say anything. That's really sweet. And let him share when he wanted to yeah. share. That's really sweet. And then he shared it with everyone. And it was just like sob oh city, dude. And, and he's so cute. Being like, that's why I didn't want to tell you guys didn't want to ruin your day as they're just all. Trey and Greg are just pouring tears. Just bawling. And then he, and when he legit was like, uh, 
when he started a conversation and said like, yeah, you know, like we're all here to find someone that we love and love is precious. And also love can, you know, it's, it's sacred and you have to take advantage of it in the moment when you have it, because it can go away quickly. And everyone's kind of looking at him like, what, like, where are you going with this? And the fact too, is that like Michael is like clearly the most beloved person in the house. And so the guy who's been so kind to everyone, who's always like, Hey guys, it's okay. Let's think about whatever is the one who has had just like the most intense terrible few years and everyone was just like there to support him there to support him yeah okay yes then then his speech about seizing the moment then inspires greg to go take life by the balls and go it it motivated greg now i will say this as soon as he was inspired by michael to go speak to katie i was i'm gonna i gotta give greg some props here yeah i was very nervous that that he was going to like i'll use like the term steal sure. michael's moment by being like michael told us about and this now and it made me realize i feel life. this way about you and i would have been like fuck that this is michael's yeah. story like you know whatever yeah. i do appreciate the fact that he didn't do that that greg just let her know how he felt about her we also find out that katie thinks that greg has resting sad eyes which when you start looking at him in other scenes, you're like, wow, yeah, you look dead inside in every single one of these. He always looks extremely sad. Um, but I was, we were convinced that he was going to get the rose. Rose ended up, date Rose ended up going to Hunter. Yeah. After all with the kids. Um, oh, one thing is Katie did say in her time with Greg that her biggest fear is that Greg's going to leave. And so you have to wonder foreshadowing. And we were saying Katie is very perceptive. She seems to very much pick up on yeah. people's vibes and her concern yeah. is that Greg's gonna leave. I think she also was very happy to hear that Greg, like have Greg really declare his feelings for her because I think the energy, and I believe she seems to have felt this too, is that she's been more pursuing him yes. and hasn't been getting it back so yes. much. He does a lot of just listening and she kind of explains her feelings or gets giddy or yes. whatever. So Greg's concerned. Blake's coming in and and there's all of a sudden a realization uh-huh. that like he might not be the one who she feels the most connected to in the house. Now... I thought I was going to say something on that and I just completely lost my train of thought. But basically, yes, Hunter ends up getting the rose, which then is the perfect lead in since we already talked about Andrew's time. Then that leads us right into Hunter. Yes. um, And his approach to the cocktail party. I mean, the second that... This, the guys already before Hunter got the rose. Yeah. They were at the group night portion. Yeah. Stewing. Yeah. Aaron. Yes. Yes. He's like, I, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Aaron's yes. Like, yes. I yes. don't like this guy. Yes. We're like, oh, Aaron's found somebody else that yes. he's now got a. Yeah. I love Aaron so much. Oh my gosh. He's like, he's got somebody else now that he has a problem with. And that's when box guy James is like, we are willing to put our health and well being on the line for her. That shows how much we care about her. And Hunter just like, I liked the game. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie kind of love Hunter kind of love Aaron love both their energy I mean I I like most everyone on this season so much that even when you're like hey you're being a dick or whatever I feel like what you're doing is kind of dickish I'm still kind of like I don't know I still like you I can't help it I don't know yeah well so okay so I want to get into this stuff with Hunter at the cocktail party because first of all I felt like 
there were sound bites about how he was being so aggressive. There, there was there was audio clips of him being like, I was so, so aggressive in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I but I got the rose and like, that's my strategy. And listening to it, it's a very Frankenbited like I was aggressive. Then I got the rose. That's my strategy. And yep. so it sort of like sets the tone for everything that he does in that night to sort of look to the viewers a cer- like kind of a certain way. No, totally. And there was that moment where you see Hunter, and I feel like this was where I was like, oh, this feels very Frank and yeah. bite clip together, is that Trey is like having a moment where he's sharing his feelings and he's like, I'm just concerned that like, I'm not going to walk away tonight with a rose because we haven't yeah. had time and da, da, da. And then you cut to Hunter going, good Lord, like all I'm thinking about is the one-on-ones in hometowns. And it didn't make sense why he'd be like rolling his eyes at Trey talking about being nervous about not getting a rose when then he's talking about just worrying about basically getting a rose for the next couple weeks. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, Why doesn't that make sense though? Because he was like, he was rolling his eyes going, good Lord, like all I'm thinking about are one-on-ones and hometown dates. And I believe that was also like in an interview where we hear him saying that, which could be completely taken out of context. Yeah, so it felt, to me, like, I just, it just felt, it didn't make sense together. Like, mm. if, if if Trey would have been saying, for instance, if Trey would have been like, I don't know, man, like, I just feel like people aren't, uh, aren't being fair with the time that's allotted to them, or if he's concerned about some other guy, and then all of a sudden, Hunter goes, I'm just worried about one-on-ones and mm-hmm. hometown dates. Like, I don't know what your problem is. But the fact that he was talking about continuing on, yeah. it felt, it didn't feel like it made sense no, to yeah, me. I see and maybe I'm off, but it didn't. It felt weirdly clipped together. I see what you're saying. No, and I think that that makes sense. It seemed like a lot was chopped up. And so then the actual thing that happens is Hunter has this whole telescope set up that he... He says that he brought the telescope from home and I don't know if it's a joke. If it's not a joke, I love it. We're like, okay, we love an astronomy king, like bringing his, like he can't live a couple weeks without his telescope and he must bring yeah, it. Yeah. He must stargaze. I'm sure that the the in New Mexico, there's not maybe as many lights. You can see gorgeous stars. Maybe he's heard about it from, from, some, from, some, from some friends yeah. and wanted to bring it out. Then, okay, I, I'm calling him mob boss. You're calling him box guy. I, what, Brendan is his name? No, James. that's not Brendan. James. Let's let's James. call him mob boss now. James James has a problem because he's got he's got a chain, he's got a little pocket square, a turtleneck, and he's got a problem and some slicked Hunter. back hair. Some slicked back. So hair. he. Ooh, okay, now here's the only moment where I was like Hunter. Not the only moment, but one of the moments where I was like Hunter, you better watch yourself, honey, because he comes up and Hunter said. I, I need a couple more minutes, bud. And I was like, bud? You're going to call him bud? Oh, you really yes. Think when the audacity? When um, Mob Boss when comes Mob up Boss, and interrupts Hunter and Katie. And this is post a conversation with Mob Boss and Aaron where they're like, we don't like the fact that Hunter already has a rose yeah. and he's taking very specific time away from us with Katie. Well, yeah, they we hyped don't him have up roses. To go. They hyped him up to go do but that. But yes, he calls him Bud. <laughs> but box guy slash mob boss, he just kind of walks away for a second and then comes back and is like, I need my time. Hunter goes. It was actually like handled pretty well. Didn't make a whole big thing mm-hmm. of it. Mob boss handled it really well. He didn't like react to Hunter. He just came, he left. He came back. Now, did mob boss make a couple of calls when he <laughs> was away? Maybe. 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 Maybe he has to tell his uncle. That he's not liking one of the someone's guys. Someone's gonna hear about. <laughs> someone's gonna hear about someone's Hunter. Someone's gonna get a call about Hunter. 
<laughs> Those great accents. A really good accent on both of our parts. We're really good at this. We're really Honestly, we it. were way better at it when we were watching the show because we weren't self conscious about being recorded. It I is mean, what it is. I mean, I I will continue to try to uh, uh, work on this because I'm really hoping he stays so we can continue watch some our YouTube videos. Accents. You know, you I love it. Me and your time and <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> oh, I know you really say it's super quiet. You're telling me. Because there's always like you, they always make you come closer. Uh-huh. You know that me a bud. You know that mob boss brought Hunter really close, and he goes I like this. Tell. Hey, Hunter, come. No, more and more. They 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 don't even they don't even they don't even it, have their it's not even the effort. It has just, to be <laughs> exactly exactly the brush of the fingers. And he puts like one very slow hand on his yeah. shoulder. He goes, my son. Yeah, this is good. This you is good. think you're gonna come over here with your rose? With your rose. Oh, it smells so nice, Hunter. You think you're gonna take some time? You you know, you smell a rose, Hunter. You know what I smell? The fragrance of defeat. That's what I fucking smell. And I suggest if you want to smell anything out of your fucking nose tomorrow, you get the fuck out of here. You think? (laughs) You think? Because I'll chop your nose right the fuck off. You think I'm impressed by your performance on the field? We let you play, little guy. We let you play. <laughs> you come out to the streets. <laughs> Uncle James is going to show you a nice time, get you a nice rose. <laughs> we're going to show you how the game is played in the our ne- streets. <laughs> the next rose that you're going to see is on your grave, my son. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't like New Mexico. This is a nice time out here. (laughs) Beautiful ladies. Nice (laughs) wine. Gorgeous stars. (laughs) Stupid. But my friend Aaron and I were not too happy about your performance. (laughs) Justin turns a corner. Are you guys threatening him? Katie, it's um, like, this is very, uh, ina- this is really inappropriate. You, you guys need to leave. I'm concerned. The light, the cameras, because I'm like in the office, and they're just like, <laughs> they like zoom, they zoom yeah. to, to the Hunter, on, like, James and Aaron, and James is just sitting in this there's a giant, seat. there's a giant cat on his lap. He's just like, <laughs> he's just caught. It. They have like a string. The cat co- runs off. They have a string quartet. <laughs> Hunter's playing the stand-up it's bass. Connor. <laughs> or, I mean Connor. Connor's playing the stand-up <laughs> bass and he's just like. <laughs> I like the idea of James being all caught off guard and he's just like. <laughs> looks up. He's got like a little daiquiri in his other hand. He's like. Sorry, Katie. I'm so sorry, Katie. It won't happen again, I'm Katie. I'm sorry. I got caught up. <laughs> I got caught up in the moment. <laughs> Connor's just like. In the light. <laughs> The cat slowly takes his, slowly like, takes his oboe and moves away. The cat that James is stroking. Katie's like, "Is that my cat?" He's like, "There's the cat." I'm so sorry. <sighs> it's so so real in my head. It's so real in my head. Oh. Anyway, um, Hunter also makes a threat. Like, you can be damn sure I'm gonna get my time back. You ruined my night. Then <sighs> we never see that attempt made again. So I think that producers cock blocked him on that one. Right. Um. But basically, the box guy's heated. They're all talking about it because they're mad at Hunter for having an elaborate setup. And then they all do have a mob ready for Hunter. And I was just like, you guys, what? You're you're mad at Hunter because he should have. And 
this is my thing. I get that it's annoying when people are taking up all the time yeah. or when they're stealing two. He didn't even steal a second time. He was just trying to put a nice thing together. The guys are mad because production won't let them them have a nice little yeah. time. Yep. And yep. instead, they're just saying like, what, you should have given us your time? I mean, come yeah. on. Trey, Trey brought up, he's like, I was conscious about that I got a rose last week and I let other people have time. And I'm like, Okay, nice guys, finish and I, last. And I'm also, I'm also like <laughs> massive respect that you did that. Hunter didn't. I feel very, I was telling you, I feel very down the middle with this because I don't feel like anyone, I feel like at this point, no one's doing anything wrong. Yeah. And it's, it's people are uh, frustrated with each other. So it's like, Hunter, if I was one of the guys in the house and Hunter was, um, tackling everyone very sure. intensely and was just like, I liked it and had that energy. Sure. I'd be like, you're bugging me. Sure. But it's like at this point, there's already been, I guess, n- more necessary drama in the house. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys just like, that's why I don't have to talk about it for a week. That's why I'm 80, 20, the 80 being Hunter, because I'm like, you guys really had to have a full sit down confrontation with multiple yeah. guys to tell him what, what were you looking for? An apology. I'm sorry, guys. I shouldn't have had an, uh, a, a telescope and yeah. flowers set up yeah. for Katie. Instead, I, I should have just taken my little, my little five minutes like a man and not done anything for yeah. her. I mean, what yeah. were they wanting? No. And I'm, like I said, you know? I'm like, I don't blame the guys at all i'd feel the exact same way but i'm more like my thing is like oh don't do that because like then we're gonna start more drama and at this point it might start to irritate katie because it's not if now all of a sudden let's cut to next week and the guys start saying hunter's here for the wrong reasons then it's it's gonna be like story's getting old yeah and then it's like hey some of the guys maybe who that was true for valid reasons now it's getting convoluted because people are irritated yeah and why why are you guys pissed about him oh wait because he set up a telescope for you that's what they're gonna tell her (laughs) we're mad because he put in effort into his time with you and wanted to spend time with you so we're mad it's like yeah it's like you you can't be mad about that What? what katie will probably say i would imagine is katie would say I like I totally get it. I get what it was like to be in the yeah. house and to have that happen. Um, and I want to make sure that I spend a lot of time with all of you. But like, you know, if you want to spend time with me, like come to me. Yeah. And it'll kind of be yeah. like almost like I like almost a side maybe vibe of like I appreciate that. Sure. Hunter is doing this, sure. I guess, even though I will say Katie, when mob boss came up mm-hmm. and then hunter was like get out of here basically katie was like oh like she did not seem to vibe with that mm-hmm. and then she specifically went out of her way to tell mob mm-hmm. boss that like he handled the situation well i was like mm-hmm. sorry about that so she, hunter might might get the boot next week if this if maybe this like vibe the energy does continue so speaking of which let's tell us why don't you tell us who didn't or did get the boot this week who got the boot this week, who was sent home officially, is Andrew M., yeah. our Newport, Newport DA, assistant DA. I mean, that was a long time coming. I know. I was waiting for that. Courtney, tragically. Yeah. I really wish we would have gotten to know Courtney better, who was our, I well, believe, biologist. the toilet biologist. paper move was a Hail Mary for the sure. The toilet paper was rough. And you were saying, too, you were like, this is That's production. Being like, here, you should, to do. you should try this. And it's like, yeah. no. Yeah, no. Don't wrap yourself in toilet paper. No. <laughs> and make shit puns. No. That's not a good call. No. Probably better off to go with some questions. Yeah. Um, and then Josh, who we really didn't get to know. Josh, I think we've kind of started to uh-huh. like a little bit last week, but 
those are the three that were gone. And then after it wraps, uh, we hear Hunter and ITMs being like, they will not steal my joy, you know, and and uh, it's going to be interesting next week. I feel like yeah, I'm just gonna go home for this sure. is. Yeah. How many it's, more do we have left? Like seven, some shit like that. Well, it's, uh, that's, this was episode five. Yeah, they're probably more than that, actually. Really? Probably like seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah, because when you think about it, men tell all. It depends on if they do a two-parter. I think we're halfway through the season. Yeah, probably about halfway through, and then add in like men tell all, you know. Um, But oh, also, just wanted to like yeah, two guys could probably go home next week, and then like maybe another two guys go home the week after, and then you'll have your final four. Yes, 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 yes. Um, All right. Well. We've already covered. We covered what looks like might happen later in the season. The wildness, I am so the absolute excited. Utter chaos. I can't wait for next week. I do think that. Um, speaking of Hunter, I do think we're going to have either one extreme or the other. We're either going to have Hunter gone next episode. She's going to kick him off, or it's going to be something where like she's feeling close to Hunter, and some of the guys maybe having a problem with Hunter she might push them away. It depends really on how close she feels to him. So yeah. I think it's, you think he's, he's going to be a goner soon. He's going to be a goner soon, but well, Hunter, maybe we'll catch you on paradise. There are so many people that I'm like, Oh, there's all these storylines that I'm assuming are going to be on paradise, but who knows? I, don't know. I sure don't know. Anyway, broads next week. Yes. No, this week we'll see you on Thursday. We'll be having a, excellent chat with yes. john kim aka the angry therapist you're gonna love it you will absolutely love it and then join us friday where oh my god evan and grace and the bros are playing truth or dare with the one and only craig conant wow do you know that's gonna be a doozy you know it's gonna be a doozy in the oh, best way and also side note don't know if you saw on our instagram but we have officially been put up as potential nominees in the nomination list for the people's choice podcast awards guys <laughs> please you this means a lot to jess and i that's all i'm going to say for now but please please go in the link below and vote for us like we it's it's kind of like on our bucket list it really is and we did record another episode that's going to come out next week where we really went into detail earlier when we recorded <laughs> how much it meant to us and so you're going to hear us talk about it over and over again next week I know. I sure hope so. Or else we're just going to look like fools. <laughs> like, please, please for us. Um, but it would mean it's a desperate cry. So much. We are nominated for best female host of a podcast and um, best comedy podcast. So if they will have the link on Instagram and also in the episode notes. So if you don't mind, we'd really appreciate it. Let's do it for the broad squad. For the broad squad. Broad squad strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, broads. Love you. Chat soon. <laughs>